The Ambitious Mum Podcast. Different women, different lives, different ambitions. I'm Kate Moore Youssef, and every week I'll be having honest conversations about ambition, motherhood, and everything in between. We'll explore how their ambitions and careers have evolved while being a parent. And I'll be digging deep, acknowledging the taboos, the sacrifices, and the sheer grit and perseverance working mums don't talk about. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Ambitious Mum podcast. I am Kate Moore Youssef, I'm the host of the show and this week's episode is actually going to be just me. There's no guest. I just kind of thought I haven't done one of my reflective episodes for a little while and I kind of am feeling a bit reflective so I thought I would have a guest for next week and this will be sort of like a short one just from me. And what kind of brought me to having this episode was my daughter the other night, my my youngest daughter who's five. She always comes out with kind of quite profound questions and is always the one that asks me kind of, you know, quite off off kilt, um, left field type questions. And her question to me was, who taught you to be an adult? Um, and when did you learn how to do all the things that adults do? And it made me laugh, obviously, because it kind of came out of nowhere. And she often kind of ponders on things and then asks, you know, a few days later. And I just told her that no one really teaches you to be an adult. We just grow up and eventually responsibilities pile up and we we just have to deal with them. But it's funny because I was also thinking that as I get older, the more I recognise we need help. So as we go into teenagerhood and we want to be independent and we want to do things on our own and we don't want, you know, any, any adults helping us. And obviously, as we get older and older, help is needed, the more things we take on. And I think as women and especially ambitious mums, which, you know, is my audience and who I like to talk to, we often think that it's okay for us to be scrabbling around doing everything on our own and that we should know everything. And we are grown up women. We've got children. We're mums. We should have all the answers to everything. And the older I get, the more I realise that actually we don't have the answers to everything and we can't be all things to all people. And I used to beat myself up a lot about this, that I wasn't able to do things like Excel spreadsheets and I wasn't able to do things that are very sort of like technical. And my husband, who is always my, you know, my best sounding board, he's very logical, he's very practical, efficient. He doesn't kind of get stuck in his head like I do and he doesn't ruminate, he just makes decisions. So, you know, clearly we make quite a good team because I'm the absolute opposite. And he always says to me, I don't hire an accountant to do my gardening. And, you know, that's fine. Men, for whatever reason, have an easier job delegating, asking for help, knowing where their boundaries are or what they can and they can't do. But for whatever reason, society conditioning, women seem to think that we have to be able to juggle everything not ask for help, be as capable as we can. I think 
things fall apart when we have this mindset. This is when we become overwhelmed, we just feel like the world is swallowing us up and we feel inadequate. This is where perfectionism comes in because we look at other people who we're not sure who has help and who doesn't and we compare ourselves. So being an adult and knowing what to do sometimes doesn't come as easily to others. For example, this podcast. When I decided that I wanted to start a podcast, I had absolutely no idea about podcasting. And then I started reading, I went on Facebook groups, and I thought, right, okay, I'm going to just do this myself. I'm going to learn how to edit, I'm going to learn how to put it all together, and, you know, everyone else seems to be fine doing it. So I spent a couple of weeks trying and muddling through and really recognising that I do not have the skills to put a podcast out there and edit it. So I found someone, and this is the lovely Faith, who edits and produces my podcast. That's her thing. That's what she knows how to do. So I delegate the podcast to her because it's something that I really want to do. It's good for my business. I see it as a hobby. And if I don't use Faith, then the podcast becomes something that I resent and it's something that I that makes me feel inadequate, that makes me feel that I'm, I can't do a good enough job. But if I took a step back and recognised, actually, that's not my background. I didn't go to university, I didn't study editing, I didn't do, you know, I didn't work in, in, a, in radio. This is completely new to me. So having faith makes my life much easier. She does what she's good at, I do what I enjoy and... Um, you know, we're both happy. So I want to be able to teach my daughters, I have three daughters, and I want to be able to teach them that they can't be the master of all things, that you do have to ask for help. You do have to hire different people if you can afford it, that can do the things that you're not good at, that you can openly admit where your strengths and weaknesses are. I find it very difficult receiving help. I'm really good at giving out help. You know, obviously that's my job. I'm a coach. I love to listen. I love to help. I love to guide. But if I'm in a pickle, I really struggle to go to people to ask for help. And that's something that I'm working on right now. That's a vulnerability thing. And I think I know quite a lot of other people that are the same, that it just doesn't come as naturally to them to be the receiver. But what I've learned recently is that Receiving is just as important as giving. It's an energetic exchange. So if we're constantly giving, then we're going to be depleted. We're going to be exhausted. We are going to be emotionally drained. We're not going to be able to be around for our family, our kids, our partners. If there's a balance of energetic exchange of helping, receiving help, helping, receiving help, then you'll notice that you will feel calmer, more accepting, you'll feel validated and you'll be able to recognise that we shouldn't and don't need to be doing everything. So practical stuff now. Okay, if you are listening to this and thinking, yes, I do need help, I can't afford help, that's okay. There's a lot of free resources out there that you can tap into. There's friends that you can go to that you can ask and say, listen, I need help with this. Can you do this? And I can help you with that. I see a lot on amazing support Facebook groups saying that I can offer my skills in marketing. Would anybody like to help me with accounting? And this exchange of help is how we grow communities, how we make new friends. 
It's how we share our vulnerabilities to other people which make us more accessible to other people. I think that being aware of not being able to do it all within our careers and in our private lives is really, really useful. And it teaches the younger generation that being perfect doesn't exist. Feeling inadequate shouldn't be part of our lives. Feeling shame for for not being the best or, or not knowing everything, that is not how a healthy life looks. So this, I'm posing this question to you is, where would you like to ask for more help? How can you do that? Who would you like to ask more help from? I see a lot of very successful women And very often I've compared myself saying, well, they've got a lot of children and they've got thriving careers and they're doing it all. But what I don't know is what help they have in the background. How many cleaners, childcare, cooking. I spoke to someone the other day who is really, really high up in a big tech company. And from the outside, it looks like she has got it all. She's got kids. She's got a beautiful home. But she admitted to me that she hires help for everything, as well as inside her team. So although it looks like she's juggling a huge amount, she is hiring help to ensure that she doesn't become overwhelmed. So where in your life can you bring in more help? Is it a parent? Is it um, a sibling? Is there an opportunity for you to help each other with, you know, childcare help, you know, with children and your and friends? So have a little think about that because my daughter, when she asked me that question, really, really made me think. And I want her to know that it's okay, whatever age you are, you don't have to have figured it all out. You don't need to have this kind of adult vibe thinking that, okay, I'm going to hit a certain age and everything is super easy because that is where we see burnout. We see you know, women in their 40s crumbling because they're so overwhelmed with what they've taken on in life. And they feel so, I think, just like failures, maybe, that they can't get it together. They can't, they should, they feel like they should have it together, but they can't get it together. Recognising that what we perceive is a mess in our life, the mess that we perceive is not us. We're not the mess potentially our bedrooms are a mess, potentially our kitchen cupboards are a mess, but the kitchen cupboards don't represent what's inside us, what we've achieved. I think when we recognise we're in this place, this dark place of thinking we're failures, we can't do it all, you know, everyone else has got their stuff together and I haven't, it's really important to take a step back, grab a pen and paper And kind of recognise, you know, what have you done over the years that you can be really, really proud of? What have you done when you've had loads of stuff on and you've still managed to achieve? What have you achieved despite going through, you know, family trauma, um, divorce, you know, if you've been struggling financially? And this is where you need to bring out the resilience that you know you have within you and not focus on all the things that you perceivably can't do. So I do this a lot where I can sometimes go into a bit of a hole and compare myself to others, thinking that everyone else can keep a tidy home. They can do ironing. I mean, how pathetic that I don't iron. So I compare myself to other women who are ironing, which 
I guess then makes me feel like they have their house together because they iron. But maybe they aren't, um, they don't cook. Maybe they can't rustle up dinner for six people in 10 minutes, which is one of my skills. I know that I can do that. But ironing a pile of shirts is definitely not one of my skills. The same way that I can brainstorm lots of ideas for different people. But if I had to write a financial Excel spreadsheet about something quite simple, I know I would struggle with that. So I think the reason that I wanted to put out this podcast episode was to bring awareness to our thoughts, bring awareness to how we talk to ourselves in this negative way that we can put something in our heads that we are failures or we're not enough, we're not um, doing everything the way we should because we don't think we're good at something. Here's what I'm leaving with you. Can you ask for help? Where can you ask for help? Can you learn to ask for help? And can you receive that gracefully as well? So again, something that I'm not great at is if someone says to me, can I help you? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. Everything's fine. And then I will get really stressed and I'll get really overwhelmed. And I'll think to myself, why didn't I just accept the help? But, you know, pride gets in the way. You think, you know, we should be able to to cope. So before you say no to that person, before you, you know, the pride kicks in, your ego kicks in telling you that you're, you know, a grown woman, you're a mum, you're a businesswoman, think about, okay, what could that help bring to me? How can that help make me calmer? How can it reduce the overwhelm? How can it make me feel that I can, you know, focus on the things that I am good at? And that is where the magic happens. So my messaging to my girls is going to be delegate where you can, ask and receive help gracefully. And we don't need to know it all, be it all, do it all, you know, both in our careers and in our private lives. And the more we can focus on that as we get older, as we know, and this is also goes to men and boys as well. You know, obviously, my most of my audience is women. But I don't want to kind of, you know, take away from the fact that, you know, sometimes men feel like they need to know it all because they're men. They should know, that how, you know, how to fix things, how to change light bulbs. But they could be fantastically artistic, you know, other things. So I'm trying to be as general as possible, but I want you to be able to hone in on where you see it in your life. And I really hope this helps. And I'd really love to hear from from you, you know, where you struggle, where perhaps you don't uh, receive help. And if you do do it, if you recognise that energetic exchange, if you recognise that actually things do feel a bit more balanced and calmer when you're happy to offer help and receive help. So let me know and I um, will speak to you all soon. I hope I'll be back next week with a fantastic guest. Take care. Mm-hmm.